and welcome to episode 79 of That King Thing. I am Joe Host and eldest king brother Thomas, and I am joined by middle brother Joshua. Hello! And littlest brother James. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting twist on usual things. Uh, but in, in terms of interesting twists, it's also one of these weeks where we don't particularly care about these two siblings because we have a special guest. Oh, see you later then. Yeah, we'll go. I'm, I'm muting. I'll listen, but, but see you later. <laughs> he muted himself <laughs> that a little bit too authentic. quick then. That sounded authentic though. <laughs> he muted himself too quick. This week we're joined by Steve Dillon, uh, Rare's very own intern. Hey, Steve. Hello. Hi, Steve. Hello, Steve. How's it going? It's all good. Very How good. about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Same old same. You know how it is. Yeah. Good, good. Would you like to enlighten the listeners on who you are and what it is you do at Rare, just so they know? Yeah, so uh, I'm the I'm this year's social media intern. Um, so I work in the community. Uh, so forums, Discord, Facebook, those sorts of things. I hang out there and associate with all of the lovely Sea of Thieves players. Such as myself. Exactly. How we met Discord. But not me yet. Not you yet. <laughs> yet, James, yes. the, being the optimum word. Yeah, there, I yet. I know. I've still got faith. Soon. I feel like this is, <laughs> this is the making of me. <laughs> this is your chance to impress. Yeah, no. Hi, Steve. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> uh, so, what has everyone been up to this week? Uh, we start with James recently, so let's just throw a mixer in and say Joshua this time. Wow. When he remembers to unmute himself. I don't think it's about the podcast anymore, to be honest. What is he doing? I, I don't know. Can we just start with me and then he'll eventually maybe click on? <laughs> Alright then, let's start with you. I played Fortnite, FIFA. Um, that's about it really, I think. Yeah, that's about You've it. You've only played Fortnite and FIFA, that is it? Pretty much, yeah. I can't think of anything of anything else that I've played. Um, no, that's about it. But the, the new Fortnite Duos thing's alright. I get that a go earlier. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the new update that basically has gone live ahead of the update we were about to talk about in the news, but it kind of went under the radar, that, because yeah. we didn't know about it, did we, in advance? It just kind of turned up. There was a little message on it saying duos and supply drops will be coming soon, like, later in the week, but they never said when, they never said, like, what it was going to be or anything. But the clue's obviously in the name, it's just you and one other person instead of a team of four. So it's, it's actually quite good. If you could get someone that you, like, Obviously, like I played it with a randomer because no one was on at the time. But if, if you and someone that you knew obviously went on it, you'd be quite quite good. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. I might have to give it a go with you at some point. Yeah. I've still not played squads yet, to be perfect. Squads honest. is good. If you can get a decent group of four, squads is good. How long has squads been, uh, been in for? I think about now? a week now, is it? Was it last week when I tried it? Hmm. I think. It was, I think it was last week's patch. It was the end of September, wasn't it? It was the 26th or something. So yeah. it was last Tuesday's update yeah. that squads went in. And then with the magic of podcast editing, Joshua's microphone has magically now been fixed so he can tell us what he's Whoa. been doing this week. Oh, God, you got quite far in while I was gone, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about what James has I been doing. Now it's prepared. your turn. Um, we're playing speedrunners bit of Rocket League, more Destiny, um, 
lots more Hearthstone, Pokemon Go. That's about it. You've just about you've just about caught me up on Destiny now. I'm you? two eighty-five, I think. Most of my gears yeah, getting literally just behind me. I've just got a few pieces that are low that are dragging me down. Um, but yeah, yeah, with with at least one character, I've caught you up because I've not done more than one yet. Almost did the raid, but failed me. I'm a lot better geared for that now. I've got hard light, which really pissed Ricky off. <laughs> yeah, he's been after hard light since day one. I've got hard light. Yeah, I know, I know, he's been after it since day one. But Courtney had hard light halfway through leveling up and got rid of it. Yeah, me too. And I got hard light last night and then did the nightfall. Well, I kept my hard light. It's still on one of my other characters that's at 20, but not a huge power level or whatever yeah. it's called now. So I've kept that in the hope that I'll get a fairly decent uh, legendary drop that I can then infuse into the hard light and get it to like 290-something yeah. and then start using it. That's I've just got a lamp. James, who doesn't care about Destiny. Hello. Destiny character running around with a lamp hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it wouldn't they surprise do, me if they that do all at seem some point. to use the light quite often, so I imagine a lamp's not yeah. beyond them. <laughs> uh, there was a great game I used to play when I was younger called Fancy Star Online. Uh, yes. Oh my god, yeah! Uh, and I always remember one of the best hunter weapons in the game was a frying pan. That used to always make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's something that you, the three of you seem to have in common. Yeah. Very, very good game. Very good game. How, do we, can we ask the rude question of how old you are, Steve? Uh, 27. Oh, so you, you're just a year younger than me, but you're a little bit older than those mm. two. So we're all around the same yeah. mark. Yeah. I don't remember it, that's all. I just wondered if you were more their age than my age. Uh, as far as inter- I mean, one of the other interns um, is older than me, but on average, interns tend to be a bit younger than me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what about yourself? What have you been playing this week? What have you been up to, gaming wise? Um, playing a lot of Cuphead yesterday, last night. Yes. Um, what else? I'm really usually PUBG. Play a lot of PUBG, but haven't had any time recently. Uh, I started getting back into Overwatch because uh, I used to be a console gamer mainly, um, mm-hmm. and I played a lot of Overwatch. Um, but I've never played it on PC, so a friend of mine bought it for me. So I've been playing a bunch of that. Um, and the mini. Tend to find that you're enjoying it more on PC than console. It's definitely harder. I mean, on I still need to level my account, but on console, I'm I'm a master ranked player. Um, yeah. But I can already tell I'm going to struggle to get back to master on PC because it's a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because all the players just tend to be. This is kind of probably a device thing to say, but they just tend to be better. To be honest, in my experience. Yeah. They are more hardcore as well. They try a lot harder. Yeah, they it's... yeah they try a lot harder. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I, I bought one of those mini snezzers. So I've been playing a few old Ooh, retro yeah. games. That was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, don't really get that much time for games now. I um now I work in games, <laughs> which is somewhat <laughs> yeah. ironic, I suppose. <laughs> I think that's one of the ironies that a lot of people working within the gaming world tend to find is that they spend that much time working on games or stuff like that that they get a lot less time to play what they want to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They do, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, now, Cuphead's been one of those that I picked up this week as well. Um, I played it a lot this week. I've gone from not playing much to playing loads because I played Cuphead and struggled at it because I didn't realise that the first thing gave me like three or four coins that I could go spend and get powers immediately. Mm. So I spent like half an hour trying to do a level perfectly to then realise that I could have just gone and bought some powers that would have made it far easier. So that annoyed me that I wasted so much of my time trying <laughs> that. But I'm a perfectionist, so like I want to get all the coins on every level before I move on. Mm. And it's... It's a frustrating game, but it's frustrating in a good way because it's like a challenging kind of frustration, I think, isn't it? You probably maybe found the same thing. It is, but I had a problem last night. Um, I'm a bit like you. I like to try and 100% things before I move on. So yeah, uh, I went through World 1, A+, plus in every level, and then I got to the last one, which is uh, Treetop Troll. Um, did it perfectly, got a B. My time was quite bad. It was like two minutes. So then I kept mm. doing, and I just kept doing the level over and over and over and over again until I got one minute ten, and I was still getting a B. And long story short, it turns out the level's bugged. <laughs> you can't get any plus on it at the oh. minute, so it's physically impossible. So I spent about three hours doing that, um, <laughs> only to find Jesus out you Christ. can't you can't do it. So that was a bit upsetting. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty harsh. Mm. Um, other than that I've played uh, Manual Samuel because there was a little bit of a sale on um, on certain games over the weekend uh, so I had Manual Samuel because that cost me about £2 to get it on the Xbox so I played a bit of that and finished that and then I played Human Fall Flat I don't know if you've ever seen Human Fall Flat but it's the one where you're the little sort of plasticine looking man and you have to sort of control both hands one with each trigger to push Them buttons and fun. pick things up and it, it, it is like really fun simulator. and there's a two-player mode as well but it's only split screen um, um but then manual samuel is the same kind of thing so with manual samuel like the left trigger is your left leg the right trigger is your right leg you've got to press a to blink you've got to press x to breathe in and b to breathe out and exhale and you've got to basically just keep doing everything and the bumpers are your hands and it gets really confusing during the last boss fight because you've got to do so much at once. That sounds pretty cool. Um, you fight stuff in this condition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it's not a very long game, but the idea of the game is that it doesn't really take you that long to get from start to finish because there's only like eight levels to it and the levels are, I don't know, five, ten minutes apiece at most, but it's then got like a speed run element to it where there's lots of challenges to do it under a certain time and that's where all your achievements come in really that's where you need to be dedicated and then other than that i've been addicted to driving games again played a lot of project cars too yeah i know it's been all forza and stuff forza seven yeah um and got my wheel rig back out and just sat and enjoyed those that that was egx's fault that was playing on that motion (laughs) rig at the intel stand just made me think, even though it was Project Cars 1 on that rig, I was like, right, I need to get home, buy Forza, buy Project Cars, and just sit and play them. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> that's, that's that's me. Um, but on that note, I suppose we should move on to news from this week. Yeah. Die Nachrichten. Oh, um, we just expect German. Now. German, yeah. Dead on. Is it? Was it German? Yeah. Die Nachrichten. Yes. That's really my very mild with the, knowledge with the of cold. Yeah, my very my very mild knowledge of European languages helped. 
I've always been to Germany a few times, haven't I? So yes, to play Pokemon Go. I did play a lot of Pokemon Go the last time I went to Germany. That is very true. But that was mainly because I was in Stuttgart. Pokemon Go had pretty much just come out, and there's some absolutely awesome landmarks that were all Pokestops in Stuttgart, and there's just like statues and fountains and these big nice parks and these beautiful buildings. So it was actually fun to play Pokemon Go as a tourist because you got to see all these cool sites by going to Pokestops. Yeah, that's Quite what's handy, really cool really? about Pokemon Go when it came out. I've never did so much walking in my life than the first like month of that game. <laughs> yeah, I saw some really cool places. Yeah, it's it's really dull here though because especially like up here in Sheffield, it's a case of like the Pokey Stop nearest me is the roundabout at the top of the road. <laughs> the roundabout is the Pokey Stop. <laughs> yeah. It's like just really dull. So, um, in terms of the news, anyway, uh, we've sort of touched upon it during what we've been doing, but Fortnite is getting a Horde Bash expansion. So, as the name sort of suggests, there's a new game mode, and it's called Challenge the Horde, where a team of four people must hold out as long as possible against wave upon wave of husks. Um, and there's also going to be four new heroes added, one for each of the four classes of soldier, constructor, ninja, and outlander. Yeah. Um, and 25 new missions in the campaign story bit as well. So all that goes live on October 5th. So when you're listening to this, that is now. Yeah. It, it, it is available. Happy Thursday. So, happy <laughs> Thursday. We bring gifts. Providing you're listening on the Thursday. <laughs> or we brought Friday. gifts. <laughs> yeah, so you, like you said, James, you've obviously experienced duos mode, which yes. has been added to um, the... Battle Royale. Pub, yeah, the PUBG ripoff. Yeah. I've actually which, got a question uh, which, for you. Um, do you think with this new Battle Royale mode that Fortnite could become one of the next big sort of eSport games? Uh, mm, I don't know about eSport. No. I don't know about eSport. No. You'd see, you, you, you'll see PUBG doing it, but Fortnite is mo- Fortnite's Battle Royale for me is for people like us that haven't got the access and to PUBG yet because of circumstances PC-wise. Yeah. Or people that aren't as competitive because PUBG's competitive. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Ask yeah. Steve. Steve plays. It's the... The Fortnite um, one is a novelty, really, isn't it? I, it's it's out just of in, an extra. Yeah, that that's what it is to me. Fortnite is a novelty, yeah. like copy of PUBG. But have have you managed to play Battle Royale in Fortnite at all, Steve, or or even see it at all? No, I've seen I've seen it being streamed, um, but Fortnite. I played the beta a long time ago, like when it first mm. came out. And it kind of just wasn't really my type of game. But I think you're right in the sense of it's not going to... I don't believe it'll be an eSport. It's mainly because it's not competitive enough. And yeah. that's yeah. what drives... It's like you, it's it's like it's like PUBG in the nicest way possible for casuals. People just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just want to sit and chill with their friends where PUBG isn't, doesn't really offer that environment. I can totally get that. It's like, though, James, as well, you're saying that, but it's like the zombies modes on Call of Duty, even though that's all some people play, the only competitive part of Call of Duty is, you know, the multiplayer, isn't it? So, yeah, I suppose. Fortnite, on the whole, is a game a little bit more like the zombies side of things, like it's a fun 
let's just chill out and do something for there are, half um, an hour to an hour together. There are Zombies World Championships, though. Is there? Yeah, the Zombies World Championships. I used to watch it quite a bit a couple of years you ago. You are ridiculously obsessed, though, with Zombies <laughs> World. Yeah, I am, yeah. I like, I've watched Alt Storyline to it and everything. I know bits. But, um, yeah, there were Zombies Championships where you do, like, Easter egg speed runs, um, like, round lasting, so lasting long amount of rounds, um, surviving so long cool. on first room weapons. Like, the world record for the Giant, which was originally Derise, in the first room without leaving the first room at all and just surviving on the core guns that you're given is round 19. I've attempted that myself and I got to round is 14. That, that's that's the world record, is staying yeah. in the first room till round 19. Underise, yeah, or the Giant. Oh, but obviously, yeah, you obviously got you've only got like a, a car and a gear or something at most. On World at War, yeah, and on uh, Black Ops 3 on the remaster, you've got a Shiva and a... Oh, I can't remember what the pistol's called, but they're not very brilliant. Shiva! Shiva. <laughs> the other one should be called Chris, shouldn't it? <laughs> In theory, yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the very poor guns to use, and when it starts getting into later yeah. rounds like 13, 14, you start getting screwed. You just need an insta-kill and stab everything, don't you? Really? Yeah, essentially. That's yeah. what you're hoping for to get that far. Yeah, It's an element of luck in it as well as skill, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about Red Dead Redemption 2 last week because, as we recorded, we were waiting for the, the news to drop. And as we expected, it was a trailer. And James, you made a really good prediction last week. I did. Unintentionally, said, but I'm taking it. You said that they'd, they'd announced the game as coming spring 2018. And that is exactly and what did word for word when they said it's coming. Telling you, 2042, Nintendo's taking over this world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that is James's long term ultimate prediction. If that ever happens, though, I'm gonna like run Nintendo. I'm gonna be like, I called this. I deserve <laughs> so to run your company. So if if you manage to get to a high ranking position in Nintendo, you could kind of orchestrate 2042 anyway. I could, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm good. I'm gonna if apply for a job at first. Nintendo. See if you get. If anyone you from went... Nintendo is listening, take me on. Well. <laughs> We've got Steve. Steve can tell us in a little bit about internships and how to get them. Yes, so we've got we've got that covered later. <laughs> just, just gonna say, I'll give him a minute to cough. You're killing me. <laughs> uh, what did you think to the Red Dead Redemption Two trailer? Do you think as it piqued your interest His, in it? We the already character's voice in it? did not suit the face for me for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I thought that. I really? I I really thought that. I don't know why. It's not put me off the game. I was just like. That's a really weird voice for you. You at least need a beard. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have one. Obviously, we saw Dutch in there yep. towards the end of the trailer, so it's kind of confirmed that it is a prequel, even though it's named number two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you'd guess it's sort of I don't know twenty or thirty years before Red Dead because of the way that Dutch looks compared to how he looked in Red Dead. Yep. It looks that way, yeah. So. It'd be interesting to see. I think the only thing that you find with prequels is you kind of you box yourselves into a particular story. So there's only so so many directions they could take the story, I guess, because there's certain things that have established as happening in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, it might give us an insight so, into before um, John Marston went to. Well, there's a couple of shady characters that you don't really see much of in the trailer, and people are already trying to speculate that that is John Marston. Yeah. Hiding in certain scenes, so <laughs> but it could be before Marston joined up with them. Could be. So um 
But yeah, hey, we'll, we'll probably expect it March, April time, do you reckon? And then they'll push it back to uh, September. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, push back. That's what that's what'll happen. Because that's what they did with GTA five, I think. That was supposed to come out. It was supposed to be the end of twenty thirteen, I think. Or maybe twenty twelve, I can't remember my years now, but it was supposed to be the end of the year. Then it got pushed back to spring of the next year, then it came out September just before the Xbox One. Because yeah. you had to play it on 360 for ages, didn't you, before you could get yeah, it on the yeah. one, or play it on PS3 before you could get it on the PS4, and it was like another year before it came out on the next-gen consoles, or current-gen as they are now. Uh, Ghost Recon's Wildlands PvP update has got um, a, an actual date set to it now, which is the 10th of October. Ubisoft setting dates? They feel not okay. mm. <laughs> I wonder if all characters have got the faces. <laughs> and eyelids yeah just everything really. that, that's more EA though isn't it the eyelid thing that was um, oh, what was effect. it now Mass, Mass effect, effect Andromeda, Andromeda yeah. where nobody blinked properly and scared <laughs> the crap out of you while you were talking to them So, and speaking of 10th of October um, it will also see the release of Overwatch's Halloween events uh, which has got some new skins for McCree and Reaper and there's also a bit of speculation around that we're going to be seeing the return of the Junkenstein events from last year, which was, um, again, a four-person team taking on waves of enemies in a horde. So What's it's another on? one of those kind of modes. <laughs> but that happened last year, didn't it, That the Junkenstein events? Junken, was it Junkenstein's Revenge or something it was called last year? I think. I don't, I don't know. know. No, I don't remember. You're all useless. I just, when it comes to video games, like, give me the competitive, let me beat other players, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> do you, so, do like, you think you'd not do that, even even for the collector's side of you that wants the outfits and stuff, or just does that not bother you? Nah, it doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. if <clears throat> it's like, I don't know, man, the only game I've ever really been super cared about, stuff like that, was WoW. Everything else, I'm just like, me. Yeah. I think World of Warcraft is the reason I have those kind of horrible addictions to yeah, completing I, things I, and collecting sure. things. I think that's... World of Warcraft is what triggered it in me, and now <clears throat> every game I want to just do it, do everything. I think it depends on the, what the collectible is and what it signifies. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is <clears throat> eating into anything you want to talk about in a little bit, but in WoW, um, one of my characters has the Justica title, which is from getting exalted with all the battlegrounds yeah, um, yeah it's just a title just a name but that's that represents a ridiculous amount of time and hard work so like yeah, i'm all about does. stuff like that i'm not really fussed about like with overwatch where it's like here's a loot box and here's a skin yeah. it's just like Meh. are you a blood sail <laughs> admiral that's the question i am i am you indeed. Are. are you insane i am Oh, he's gone one further than me. I, could, I never, I never finished the insane. Trust I spent when ages to... doing the blood sale, but I never went and did, nah, I never grinded it back up properly to be able to go do insane. About sounding like a bit of a dick, there's probably nothing in WoW you have that I don't. <laughs> that, that is probably true. Do you have Tyriel's charger? Because that is my favorite mount ever. Uh, I don't actually. Oh, yes! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I contradicted. Have, I, have, I have a lot of. Uh, I have like Time Lost Proto Drake and. Yeah, the Headless uh, Horseman mount. 
I do, yeah. Oh, bastard. Yeah, everybody except <laughs> me has got the headless horse. <laughs> I got... I'd, I'd, done the, I'd done the Halloween event for years before introducing my brother to World of Warcraft. First, and he joined around October time. I around was level this sort 20 time, something when I got that. And out. we <laughs> went in and he got the horseman drop immediately. Uh, good times for some. Um, yeah, so moving on from that, um, there's a little article that I saw earlier today from Bloomberg indicating that Microsoft are in talks to extend their console exclusivity of PUBG. Uh, for player unknown battlegrounds on Xbox, so Microsoft haven't actually commented about it when approached, um, but there's also not been a specific length of exclusivity set for how long it will just be on Xbox once it comes to consoles later this year, if it does still happen later this year. So there could still be discussions ongoing, and maybe that's just what Bloomberg have kind of yeah. had leaks about. Who knows? But usually it's about three months or so, isn't it, when you get exclusives like that? in that yeah. kind of sense give or take a bit it, yeah it varies yeah, yeah. It, it really varies especially with something like PUBG that's not really tied to anyone already no but obviously Microsoft made the first initial kind yeah. of dig in there didn't they to say they wanted to bring it to console and in fairness to Microsoft I think it is something they're better at than Sony in the sense of bringing things that are PC um, early access games on like Steam's Greenlight service and stuff like that, bringing them to console in a similar way with things that we've seen like Conan and Ark and there is others, but they're the first two that have come to my mind. Dungeon Defenders did it, yeah. Like There's just lots of stuff that's kind of in the early access system on PC. Then again, Fortnite is one of those, but obviously that's hit both consoles because Fortnite is technically a paid early access. It's a paid beta, effectively. So, But I just think Microsoft are a little bit more interested in getting that kind of game onto the system, and I think that probably comes from the Play Anywhere that they're trying to develop. But obviously, Sea of Thieves is a, an example of it in a way because of the way that they're doing the insider program. Yeah, it's it's another example of of letting a community help build a game from. But I guess that's more Rare's input than Microsoft's. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, the more people that can that can play games together, the better. Um, yeah. I mean, this isn't me speaking from a Rare or Microsoft standpoint. This is just like my opinion, but. I mean, I remember Microsoft doing um, cross-play with Shadowrun. I don't know if any of you guys remember that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the first game I recall doing um, cross-play. Um, it may be my lack of experience with Sony, because I, I haven't <clears throat> owned the Sony product since PlayStation 2, so I'm not too familiar with how good they are with regards to making cross-play a thing. Um, Microsoft are pretty good. They're pretty committed to it. You know, It's all about getting people to play together. Yeah, very true, very true. Um, but unless anyone else has any other news, that does round off the news for this week. Anyone anything to add? Do you really need to ask this question? <laughs> no, but I always do because it helps trying to, trying to round off the segment. I appreciate you being nice, but no, I don't have anything. No, nothing. nothing <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there never there is. I suppose that means it's only, it can only be time for... Oh. 
Mastermind. Is it? I never guessed. Mastermind. Not everybody knows the music. <laughs> it's obviously synonymous with being Mastermind here in the UK, but not necessarily. I don't know if Mastermind's a global thing or not. Ask Asimogian, he listens in Ghana. Oh yeah, we have the Ghanaian listener, don't yeah. we? We don't know who it is because they've never been in touch. I'm going to make another appeal. If you are the Ghanaian listener that does <laughs> listen every week according to statistics, please get in touch. Please do. We want to know who you are. <laughs> do you know what Mastermind is? <laughs> and if not, just, We'd love to just know. accept the fact that we made the, co- the concept up. This is our game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has not been going since the 70s. It's our game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so as most regular listeners will know, when we have guests on the show, we go head-to-head with them at Mastermind, a specialist topic each, and then a round of general knowledge. Um, this week, I will be taking on Steve, so um, prepare for the world's most awful questions, because it's been written by these Yay! two. <laughs> um, in terms of the leaderboard, um, last person we had on was Matt Clark, wasn't it? He was the last one. He on. was, and he scored 16 doing Pokemon First Generation, which put him tied third with Chris Evans and Stephen Frodgson. Uh, and the leader out there is Phil 2.0 on his second attempt with 18. Now, have you got any idea how well you think you might do, Steve? Um. Honestly, we'll see. It depends. Uh, I'm not. I'm not amazingly good with law questions. I, I was, again, as a competitive player, rating um, stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, any any preference on where you'd like to come on the leaderboard? Well, I'm competitive, top, so top. 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 <laughs> and it's a winner. That's, that's a that's a 18 for joint top. Then, if you can manage that, <laughs> that is your target. So we do allow the guests to choose first. So um, would you like to go first or second in this, Steve? Uh, I'll go second. So I suppose, James, I'll um, I'll hand over to you and you can do all the hosting bits from Yay. here because I can't. That's fine with me. Hello and welcome to Mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> um, contestant number one. What is your name? Thomas King. And your occupation? Web developer. And your chosen specialist subject? Red Faction 1. Ooh. (laughs) Two minutes on Red Faction 1, starting now. In what year was the game released? Uh, On what format? (laughs) When was the original release date? Oh, what format? 2001? Yes, correct. <laughs> what engine did the game use that provided the game with destructible environments? Uh, Geomods. Correct. What disease is spreading around the colony? Uh, the plague. Correct. In what year is the game set? Oh, uh, 2095? Incorrect. What sparks the rebellion? Um, a miner's killed by a, a guard. Correct. Who guides Parker through the complex? Oh, um, oh, there's so many names. Uh, you can pass. pass. I forgot yeah. his name. Parker arrived late for the supply shuttle, which was used to be to escape for the miners. After the shuttle, 
without After the shuttle uh, sets off Joshua, without Parker, what then happens <laughs> to it? Um, he's blown up. Yes, he's shot down correct. by missiles. Who is the leader of the Red Faction? Oh, um, Eos. Correct. The mercenaries order to cover up. The... Joshua, stop with your cursor, please. God. The mercenaries are ordered to cover up Altor's wrongdoing by destroying what? Um, the cure to the plague. Incorrect. And 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 the mines as well. First answer, James. Uh, I'll I'll accept. I'll accept. Oh, oh take answer. yeah. Who is the mercenary leader? Oh, um... Oh, no, no. Mercenary leader. Pass. Who is found tied up next to the bomb? Um... (laughs) That's very specific, that, James. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I get to finish it, though, don't I? Yeah, you do. Oh, is it Eos? It is, yeah. It's correct. (laughs) <laughs> so how many did he get Joshua please be careful with your cursor because I couldn't see half the questions that I was, I was trying to be quick <laughs> one two three four five six seven 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 yeah uh, the ones that you passed or got incorrect what year was the game set it was 2075 oh I wasn't that far off who guides oh. Parker through the complex it's Hendrix that's it it's a, a guy with the has he got like a? It looks a bit like the guy from Star Trek. He's got the thing across his eyes, hasn't he? A bit like the guy in Star Trek. Yes. Uh, the mercenaries are obviously ordered to cover up Ultor's wrongdoings by destroying the mining complex. Yeah, I realised after yeah. I'd said the plague cure. Uh, the mercenary leader is Masako. Ah. And they were all the ones that you got passed or incorrect. So that's seven for oh. you. Out of eleven answered. Or Out of eleven, mm. yeah. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Not, not too bad. So, contestant number two, we'll move on to you. What is your name? Uh, Stephen Dillon. And your occupation? A social media intern. And your chosen specialist subject? Uh, World of Warcraft from TBC to Wrath of the Lich King. No, Catalyst. 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 <laughs> Two minutes You're on a bit questions. Screwed on some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes involving questions around what you just said. Starting now. <laughs> what are the three Death Knight talent tree specs called? Frost and Holy Blood. Correct. Correct. Where is the dark cursor? Cursor. Where's the dark portal located in Outland? Uh, Blasted Lands. Oh no. Incorrect. If you brought a Burning Crusades collector's edition what image was on the mouse mats that in- was included with the product oh uh pass how many outland how many bosses were there in the black temple raid oh god 12 incorrect trion fording led the argent crusades and was the first knights of the silver hand but what was his iconic weapon called? Ashbringer. Correct. Where is the Arthas Menthil from? Uh, Menthil Harbour? No. Yeah, pass. Where is the next Naxaramas raid located? Uh, sorry, repeat the question. Where is the Naxaramas raid located? Uh, originally or the, re- or the remake? I have no idea because I didn't write it. The original one. <laughs> 
Plaguelands. Incorrect. Deathwing, the destroyer, the world breaker, the aspect of death is also known, known formally as the... Nefarian? Incorrect. That is correct, James. That is oh, correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was the Wrath of the R- Lich King released? Oh, bloody hell. Uh... I'll just take the year. Yeah. Uh, I'd pass, I don't know. What new races came along with the Cataclysm launch? Goblet. No, no, I passed, forgot. (laughs) You were very close then. You are covered in snow, surrounded by large cliffs. I'll start it so I'll finish. (laughs) I'll start it so I'd finish. (laughs) Wait, I'll start it again even. You are covered in snow, surrounded by large cliffs and ten zones that will level you from 68 to 80. What continent are you on? No friend. Correct. Right. I have to say How the, many next, did he get? the next question is correct. The next question? Yeah, I was, I was going to say that because the the raid obviously moves yes, to, um, moves to Dragonblight. Yeah. And it's floating yeah, it above Winterguard <laughs> Keep. Yeah, it's right. but it's it's not originally there, yeah, which is, is why obviously so, Steve yeah, I was said just, where I was just going to say. Where, I mean, I'm counting mean? that as a correct answer when I do this count. Now. I would. One. So two, how how many? Three, is it four, five, five. There. Mm. Really, it felt, like more than it felt like a Damn. lot more than five. So, just bear with me a sec. I just need to cough because I'm very ill. <laughs> I expect six six answer correct. Um, so the ones that you got wrong or passed were where is the dark portal located in Outland? It was Hellfire. Yeah, it's Hellfire Peninsula. Said, yeah. yeah. Uh, was, I said Blasted Land. Yeah, you went you went for the immediate reaction. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. one about the mouse mouse mat image where you got a collector's edition from the what, what was crusade. the question what was on it if you bought a yeah. burning crusade collector's edition what image was I, on the mouse mat my guess would be a, a blood elf like what's on the cover of burning crusade did, it, did i pass did i pass that you did, you did yeah. yeah it was is the answer um a, a map of outland yeah. yeah 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 fucking hell i really want as soon as i, as soon as I said that time, so i'm ask, asking that I've, I've, i have I have it. I have that. <laughs> so when I passed, I was like, why did I pass? I know what that is. How many bosses were in the Black Temple raid? There were nine. Just so you know, James, I could prob- this guy is not yes. called Trion. He's called Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, but there was another one that he did in a minute. We'll Arthur's get to that I actually, I actually, I actually think... I actually think I can name all of the bosses in Black Temple. I just can't count them. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the Arthas Menethil from? Is that right? It's, it's from Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah. 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 Literally, I know all these answers, but when you're on the spot... This is, horrible. Like, um... this is what I said before. This is what happened to me the last time I did World of Warcraft. It was so broad <laughs> that I was like, it was just too much information at once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When was the Wrath of the Lich King released? It was 13th of November 2006. 2006. Oh, but I'll have accepted just 2008 as an answer. Oh, 2006 was Burning yeah. Crusade, I think. The original game it? came out in 2004, old. two years apart for the first three. Oh, wow. Um, and the last one was, what new races came along with the Cataclysm launch? You started saying Goblin, and it's Goblin and Worgen. Ah, uh, that was it. Is that, is that right? Yeah, Worgen. Yeah, yeah. Worgen. Yeah, I knew Goblin was one, but I could not think of the other one. I, I had a feeling you would, you'd forget Worgen, because if just 
no one plays as a walking anymore, from what I can tell. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I played as one. Lunch. Yeah, I did. I well, I changed my hunter to a walking didn't yeah. I, for the novelty. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I was stupid and made a night elf hunter when I very first started playing because I didn't understand the racial buffs that you got for depending on what race you pick in the game, and. I stupidly was a night elf hunter, which is a ridiculous setup to be honest, because there's like no buffs that benefit you. So that's why I changed to Wogan during Cataclysm. Fair play. There you go. So we'll go back to you, Thomas. Skinning benefits. Yeah. General. Yeah. Knowledge. Two minutes general knowledge, right? So two minutes on general knowledge, starting now. What currency is used within the Zelda games? Oh, um, oh, we talked about this last other week. Ah. I forgot. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> the original GameCube console had three colours on the console itself. What are the three colours? Purple, grey and blue. Incorrect. Is Princess Peach a playable character within su- the game Super Smash Bros. 64? Yes. Incorrect. Castlevania <laughs> Sympath- <laughs> Symphony of the Night is a game developed by who? Um. I forgot who did Castlevania games. I forgot. I'm drawing a blank. Sorry, pass. I'm doing terrible. <laughs> Driver 2 is in is set in which American city? Chicago. Correct. Pokemon 2 featured compatibility with Transfer Pack, which allowed players to do Pokemon what? Pokemon Stadium 2. Um, Sorry, you yeah, could ob- You could obviously trade Pokemon between other consoles. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Uh, right, the will. game Worms Battle Island was released on which console? Battle Island. Was it only on one console? One console. Oof. Uh, Dreamcast. Incorrect. Sims are known to have what above their head? A little green diamond. I'll take. Well, I'll accept. <laughs> the game Silent Hill 2 was released on which of the King Brothers' birthday? James. Uh, Correct. In the game Time Splitters, what is used to travel through time? Um, I can't remember. Is it just, not just weird little portals? Oh, incorrect. What is I'll VR? I'll incorrect. <laughs> what is VR in virtual reality? Correct. <laughs> really? That was a question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I did terrible. Oh, God. Five. Five, yeah, five, I think I got. Yeah. That's 12 overall. That's oh. 12, yeah. 12 oh, overall. that felt bad. So, Steve, you're in with a Go shout on. to beat him in. Put me uh, out of my so misery on the ones I got wrong. And so, it's rupees, pass. the currency in Zelda. I knew it was. I a lot of listeners will be really? screaming at you for that one as well. Yeah, I, I was I was internally screaming. <laughs> um, the colours on the GameCube were purple, black, and white. Oh, it was black, not blue. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Princess Peach is not a playable character in Super Smash Bros. 64. <laughs> uh, Konami developed Castlevania. Yeah, I should have known that. I should have known that. Um, what else was there? I accepted your answer for Pokemon Stadium 2 with the transfer pack compatibility, but it was so that you could um, use Pokemon trained in the three original games, so you were right in saying that you uh, could... You, yeah, it was so you could trade them in from yeah, your yeah. Game Boy games, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. more specifically. Um, the game Worms Battle Island was released on the Nintendo Wii. 
Really? <laughs> Never even heard of it. That's why I guess Dreamcast. It was on the PlayStation um, PS Go or whatever it was. The handheld. Vita. Vita, that's it. It was on that. Can I have a point for console. that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the game, time split is what is used to travel through time. It's time crystals. Oh, yeah. And that, oh. that's as far as you got. And then they open the portals, don't they? Yeah, I remember. They do, yeah. Oh, now, well. We'll go down to these ones. Again, these ones are written by Joshua. So They're beautiful and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, contestant number two. Here is your two minutes on general knowledge, starting now. Who wrote the original soundtrack for Sonic the Hedgehog? Pass. In what game can you find the Triforce? Zelda. How many lives can you have on Mario? Two. Incorrect. DMC is a shortened way of saying what game title? Devil May Cry. Correct. Gears of War was made by what game developers? Epic. Correct. Closest to the nearest 100, how many PS1 PAL games were released? Oof. That's ridiculous, Joshua. 200? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> how many Dead Space games are there? Three. Incorrect. The oh, developers Ark got into trouble last year for possibly stealing some of what game developers... Staff oh code. God. No idea. <laughs> I take it that's a pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many Simpsons video games have there been? Again, hard. The first one's Jesus reason. Christ. Um, 12? <laughs> Incorrect. Ape Escape is an exclusive for what console? PlayStation. Correct. Tetris is a massively famous and amazing game, but does it have a board game equivalent? Yes. Correct. What day of November did the Xbox One release? Oh my God, twenty third. Incorrect, but very. All right, then give him. He's only asking that question because his daughter's born on the same day. Soul Edge (laughs) released in arcades in nineteen ninety five, and later released as Soul Blade for PS One. But what game series is this based on? Soul Calibur. Correct. World of Warcraft originally released when? I feel like this is oh, in the wrong geez, section. We, we, we literally, literally just, just said, said that, this. didn't we? 2006? No. No. Uh, first answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Forerunners are creators of massive space rings in what game series? Uh, Halo? Correct. And that, that is all 15 questions. It beat me with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, some of those were ridiculous. Yeah, but some of them were very, very easy. How many did you get, Joshua? Trust me. um, You got eight. You got eight. Thomas was counting. I was just marking them off. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll go go through the ones that you passed or got wrong. Uh, Who wrote the original soundtrack for Sonic the Hedgehog? It was actually Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah, I got told this, I got told this earlier, but he got taken off it because he got himself into trouble. Okay. Oh, so that's Apparently. why original. I see. Yeah. Um, how many lives can you have on Mario? It's ninety-nine. Oh, I, I was taking that as like how many you know hits mushrooms, but yeah, like that makes more uh, sense. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
right. the ridiculous one that was closest to the nearest 100 how many PS1 PAL games were released 2,500 1,460 Jesus <laughs> that's harsh Joshua apparently <laughs> uh, how many Dead Space <laughs> games are there there's five including what? two spin-offs uh, wait are you including the mobile game as well I don't know what I'm including with Joshua <laughs> Okay. <no. laughs> there's, there's two okay. spin-offs that I found. There's one that's based on All right, Well, well, well there's only three good ones, let's just say that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. <laughs> the, the developers of Art got into trouble last year for possibly stealing some of what game developers staff and code. It was Trendy Games. I remember covering that story. I yes, we did, yeah. Uh, how many Simpsons video games have there been? There's 27. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. There's a lot with Bart as the main yeah. character. A real lot. Uh, when did World of Warcraft <laughs> World of Warcraft originally release? November 2004. 2004. <laughs> when I got that wrong, I was like, we were literally just talking about this, my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I said it, I'm like, shit, what have I done? I've actually got a few questions left over if you just want them between you both, just for a bit Yeah, of fun. go on, let's quickly do them. Obviously, excluding you, Joshua. Uh, Lamar Davis is a character right. from which game? I'm not looking. Grand Theft Auto. San Andreas. No, yeah, yeah five. Yep, correct. San In what Andreas. game are you the... Shut oh, no, up, not. Joshua. In what <laughs> game are you the son of Zeus and must prove that you are a true hero in order to regain your godhood and immortality? Hercules. Correct. <laughs> Hercules. Uh, what colour are epic guns within the game Fortnite? Um, epic. Purple, surely. Are they the orange ones? Purple is correct. Purple. Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag features the character Blackbeard, but what's his real name? In the game, obviously. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Um... <laughs> I can't remember what they refer to him as. I played Black Flag, obviously, with my pirate fascination, but... I'm just going to screw Yeah, do you have to tell me? Unless, unless Steve knows. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not played Black Flag, actually. Joshua, do you know it? I can't even... I've not, I'm purposely not looking at the list, but no. Jerry is Edward answer. Thatch. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alright, Yeah, that's, that's all the questions covered there. Cool. So that's a win for Steve against me, just to point that out for anyone who didn't talk. Would you both like the last leftover wow question? Go on then. Because you both like wow. Go on then. What races came along with the Burning Crusade release? Train Eye and Blood Elf. There you go. We went, we went. uh, Do you play Horde by any chance? No, I'm still Lions playing. All right. That is just weird because on both race questions, you answered Goblin and then you answered Blood Elf, (laughs) which are both the Horde side. So I thought you might be a Horde player. I've never played Horde. The Argent yeah. tournament in Ice Ground had many daily quests, but quite a lot of them involved what horse-based combat? Jousting. Lancing. Oh, jousting. Yeah, yeah. jousting. Um, the underwater zone in the Cataclysm expansion was called... Val-Shahira? Val-Shahira, yeah. Val-Shahira. Val-Shahira, yeah. And then, what was the level cap for Cataclysm? Uh, Cataclysm was 80, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Steve, it's 85. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I knew that that would oh. throw you because it's the one where they fucked everything up and did it by a five. No, what, yeah. it wasn't. It was It was Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard? It was um, Wrath of the Lich King that really messed with everything because you could go there at 68, like we yeah, were talking about 68. earlier. And that, that was a. It, that, it's that question that threw me because we had that. I was thinking 68 to 70 for some reason for Lich King, which would make. 
Cataclysm 70 to 80 in my I head. Think, I think I'll have thinking. to come back on at some point and I'm going to do a very specific mastermind questions like yeah. well, <clears throat> like mage talents between bloody vanilla, I don't know. <laughs> something, I'll, something I know I'll smash. <laughs> You're more than welcome to do exactly that. More than welcome to. Um, but you beat me at least anyway. You've got 13, which puts you somewhere in the middle of the leaderboard. You've beat Pete Phil's original thing and uh, Jerry Narco, and you're not that far off those at the top. But a more dedicated subject, like you say, a more specific subject, and maybe you'll you'll crack you forget it. how why the subject is when you actually boil it yeah. down. Yeah, you need to do. One I expansion. I tried to. I've done. <laughs> I've done World of Warcraft. Oh no, I've done it once. I've done it over twice. I've done it twice. Oh, I I made the mistake of World of Warcraft as a whole, which was the biggest mistake I've ever made. <laughs> and Joshua, you tried to narrow it down to pre-cataclysm, didn't you? Yeah. And even that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. So Steve's narrowed it down even further <laughs> from Burning Crusade to Cataclysm, and it's still a bit too much. <laughs> so I think it needs to be a sole expansion. Although I wonder, but then you've got to really know that expansion. I, I guess. wonder how many I would have got if I actually got the answers that I actually knew right. Yeah. That yeah, that's very true. I think out of all those questions, I was like two that I like legitimately didn't know or forgot or whatever. But yeah, yeah. oh well. Yeah, next next time. Next time you'll, you'll... <laughs> next time next time you'll do it. I'm sure. Uh, but with mastermind done, there's one thing left that we usually do with with guests, and that is guest questions. That's really hard to do. When ill, I wanted to try and get you two to do it. That's so I didn't say anything this week. <laughs> I whispered it, <laughs> and you did it. At least, well, one of you whispered it, and one of you shouted it, but still. So yeah, it's guest questions. Um, we've asked people to send questions in for this. Um, some of which are kind of slightly Sea of Thieves related. Some of which are just general, and some of which are just weird. <laughs> Um, so we'll uh, we'll have a quick run through and and see what we can fill the next fifteen minutes with question wise. So Craig Coburn asked, "Do you want a sticker? <laughs> what kind of sticker? I'm always down for some stickers. Cool. Everyone's, everyone's down. I'm I'm guessing he's referring to my antics during yeah. uh, EGX where I was giving everyone stickers. Yeah. I'm guessing that's what he's referring to. I assume so for the entire event. I I don't know where." I got your sticker somewhere. I was got I got an extra one at work today. Actually, Emma gave me one. I just give you one of those from the little. Pack yeah, she she tweeted me saying that she'd missed out and I didn't realize I'd not given her one. So I sent her five or six in the. Yeah, in the yeah I went out to do yeah. some some work with one of my colleagues, and when I came back, there was a that King thing sticker on my desk. <laughs> We're everywhere. Well, that that kind of sort of answers my next question, which was going to be, where did you put your TKT sticker? So. <laughs> It, you've got one on your desk. One on my, yeah, one's <laughs> on my desk, and then I've got like a bundle of them. Um, I collect Funko Pops, and oh, yeah. they're they're near there at the minute. They're sitting next to them. That's a nice place for them to be. Yeah. Uh, James, you had a question, didn't you? I did. Um, can I have alpha access, please? <laughs> Are you... And the rest. I'll do anything. Yeah, that's fair. Anything, anything, <laughs> anything you want, I will. Do. Are you signed up to the Insider Program? Yes, I am. Uh, annoyingly for James, James has been on the uh, insider program longer than Joshua, and Joshua has access and James doesn't, I... so it really frustrates James. <laughs> it does, it does. I now hate my brother, but 
that's a different story. <laughs> well, um, I can tell you, I was chatting to you guys before we started, but um, we'll be extending a further 30,000 invitations. Um, obviously, to take part in the technical alpha you're, soon. So you are thirty thousand. You never know. One James, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. Don't do that to yeah. me. Yeah. The, the next cry. the next question on the list was from Matt Clark, and it said, "Adding on to James's comments, can I have see if these access please? <laughs> I'm willing to do more than James. So fingers crossed, Matt. If you signed up around the same time as James, you might also be in that thirty thousand. Matt is twenty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Yes, James yeah. is thirty thousand and one. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> if Matt be, gets it and James really doesn't? Good. James is going to be absolutely oh. fuming at that point. <laughs> uh, Jerry Narco asked, uh, "What?" What games have had the biggest impact on you in terms of inspirational creativity? Oh, in terms of inspiration and activity. Ah, um, oh, that's difficult, especially considering I'm a game designer by teaching. I should be able to answer that with certainty. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, an, I'm an environment artist. Like That's what I like to do. Um, yeah. So I I enjoy making like uh, weapons pr- primarily. So probably WoW to be honest. Like the the weapon design, not so much now with Legion because obviously they've switched to artifacts and appearances. Yeah. But like back in the day, um, World of Warcraft weapons always fascinated me. Um, they were always like, especially in TBC, um, there was a weapon called uh, Neverbane, which dropped from yes. Alar, for, Alir or Lala, whatever you call him, from um, Tempest Keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just a beautiful looking weapon. Um, so I take a lot of inspiration, especially in my models uh, and environments from, from WoW, definitely. Yeah, I, I could agree with you. Have you got any other favorite weapons from WoW while we're on that little topic? Because there's... Oh, is it some classics like you know your frost morns and ashbringers and stuff? But is there anything a little any more obscure? Honestly, not really. In terms of like for names, it's been so long since I played. I mean, you know, you've got your like warglaze of Azanoff, which you know every uh, when I played Legion, I swapped to a demon hunter, so every demon hunter and then once once warglaves. But for for a while, <laughs> for me, it was all about mounts, 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 mounts. Yeah, that was my thing. I used to like collecting the mounts. Mm. And the pet and the companion. Oh, I don't, I don't well. care about pets. Screw pets. Just mounts. <laughs> it always bugged me that I could <clears throat> never use my pets that I caught as a hunter as mounts. It's and I think it's like the most requested hunter feature like ever. That would be cool. Is we want to be able to use our pets as mounts, and that be our thing. Mm. But yeah. Um, HDO fourteen oh three asks, "What's the cringiest thing that I've ever said whilst brown nosing to you?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't ever really recall you. I don't really recall you ever brown nosing me per se. Per se, <laughs> yeah. I can't really think of any. I can't really think. Do, do you brown nose me? I don't know. Tell, tell me some. I don't. I don't think I nice do. Stuff. To be honest, they, I think look, I look think on the back of the stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that people think that I do because obviously I, I interact with you all and I've managed to persuade you to come on the podcast. So I think people assume I brown nose. I don't. I'm no. just nice. Just, I, hope, just, I think. Just a nice fella. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Steve. Uh, that's all right. Um, this will depend on if you've heard either of the last couple of episodes, which I think you have, but uh, Keith Watson asks, what do you think of his stories about the three of us, uh, King Brothers? 
You know, I I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea <laughs> what that question means. <laughs> like I, I've listened to some of the some of the previous podcasts, but my my brain is literally like a like a sieve. I I don't retain unless it's video game related. I I don't retain information. So he just made up some crazy fan fiction stories about us, and they were weird. I was the least. I think, but we we love. I them. think he's hoping to get them. Uh... <laughs> Published as games, at yeah. Some point. <laughs> they, they basically, their ideas for games. Um, that was the that was the subject of the first week. It was put the three King Brothers into a video game, write the story, and send it in. And he sent us an epically long one, which we read out. And then we asked him for part two because he told us it was a trilogy. Was last week, yeah. And then I think it was last. Was it last week we read out part two? Yeah. It was, yeah. So we read out part two. So we're waiting on the third part of the trilogy now. Is is that's in progress? I think. I think. I'm okay, sounds out, like a sitcom. So. So maybe we could send it across to to Rare through you and see if we can get it made for Keith. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll push it on to it the, uh, the script writers and see what they think. Massive dedication. There you go, Keith. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be two D. It's fine. <laughs> I've got to remember. I've got to work out how to say Yoshi's name right, but. It's Yoshi Yoshirimitsu. Yoshi I think I've said that well, right. I'd take that with um, an R in it, so it's not Yoshi. Yeah, but there's an R in it. No, it's not. There's an R. <coughs> Yoshirimitsu. 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 Anyway, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Yoshi. Um, he asks, "How did you end up at Rare uh, in the internship, and why Rare?" Um, well, I I studied. I worked in retail for a long time. Um, and then I started doing social media marketing for Italian Studio. And then I kind of got sick of that. And so I went to university to study game design. Um, and one of the lecturers on my course <clears throat> basically just said, there was an internship, you should apply for it. Uh, and it just so happened to be rare. Uh, I didn't plan on applying for internships. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't have applied for an internship if it wasn't rare. Um, but that's kind of how I, how I ended up applying for it. My lecturer just said there's this role it'd be really cool you know apply for it so I did um <clears throat> but the reason I actually decided you know what I'm going to apply for it is I grew up <clears throat> in like a lot of people think when I tell them this it's a cliche answer of all I work for or I have to say this but <clears throat> I I grew up playing Rez games you know the generic um ones that everyone plays banjo Perfect Dark, yeah. Conquer, etc. But <clears throat> what really stands out for Rare for me in, in a personal level was GoldenEye and Perfect Dark were my first real um, entrance into competitive gaming, mm-hmm. um, which is basically what I'm all about now. Like That's all I do. Um, <clears throat> so to have the ability or the chance to work for a, a company that is responsible for my... Probably my interest in gaming as a whole was incredible. Um, and I never dreamed I would even get an, an interview, let alone the job. So, yeah. yeah. Out, out of interest, from memory, you were in and around the Insider program and, and a part of all that, and even part of the Discord little group that I'm in. You were part of all that before you were an intern, is that right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you were all, obviously that to me that already shows that you have the interest in rare and all the stuff because you were already kind of involved in all that before applying for the internship and it's just like sounds like chance fell at your door and you just kind of took it with both hands while you could that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely, and as well, like for anyone who 
wants to get into the games industry. The games industry seems like this unattainable goal that no one can do unless you're incredibly talented. And that's true to a degree, but it's mainly, I think, about if you've got the passion, you can be taught how to do anything. You can be taught how to do anything in this world, but you can't teach passion. Um, and I think, I think, put it this way, if I went for an internship with a non-company, a non-games company, who I wasn't that interested in, I probably wouldn't have got the job because as far as experience goes, my experience is fairly limited. But I think it was the passion that shines through, and I think that's what makes good employees. Yeah, good. yeah, I couldn't it, agree more with stuff like that. Is like it, it, even just normal day-to-day jobs, though. You know, any job, it's sort of if you're not interested in what you're doing, or you've got an interest in like the product that you're selling, or the product that you're making, or whatever it might be, then you don't feel like going to work every day, do you? Like it takes, yeah, you've got exactly. to have some passion. But I know exactly what you mean with that, definitely. So what what you're saying with that is, I've got a shot at running Nintendo. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, 2042. It's still on, James. It's, still it's on. coming. It's coming. Um, Learn Japanese, James. Show me the Yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna Konnichiwa. need. You, there you go. We're already starting. <laughs> I say hello. <laughs> um, Yoshi did also ask, "What are your plans career-wise for the future? Would it still be working with the sort of community aspect at Rare, or would it be sort of moving on to another games company or some some different area within Rare? What what would you like to move on to once once you've completed your internship?" Um, well, I've still got another year of university to go till I graduate. Um, like I said, I'm quite a late starter because I I worked in management retail for a long time um so once my internship's finished with rare i'll I'll go back to uni to finish my degree and then after that i honestly don't really know um because when you work in community technically you're not a developer but my degree is like i am a developer by degree when i get my degree so i never actually really thought i would ever end up wanting to work in community um but having worked with the team at Rare, it's definitely changed my perspective and I would absolutely love to be a community manager. Um, I would absolutely love to return to Rare once my degree's finished, if they're hiring. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen with staff turnover and stuff. So, I mean, I'd love to return and work with them because <clears throat> touching back on what you said a minute ago, you know, about passion. I mean, you can speak from experience. You you, you know, you came to our Insider event, you got to sit down yeah. with Mike and Shelley and, and Jordan. You really see the passion when you, when you and, it, and that's like that. That's not like put on. That's the the studio in general. Everyone's just so good and supportive. So I'd love to return to Rare um, and work in the community, doing what I'm doing now, engaging with yeah. people like yourselves. But we'll see. You never know. You never know what's around the corner. Yeah, uh, that that is definitely <coughs> one sort of big insight, though, from obviously being there the other week. It is exactly that. Just the it it's. The, the team are as excited to talk to us and answer our questions as we are to sit there with them and ask them. And it, w- it was a really surreal experience for me in a sense because there were, like, for example, Mike, I'd been talking to him on and off, you know, over the course of the evening and, like, we'd done the Q&A and stuff like that. And then towards the end, there was the moment where he realised I was the guy with the tattoo. Mm. And he just he kind of melted and he went into awe. It's like, oh, my God, you're, yeah. you're that guy. And, like, it was like he was in awe of me, yet I was in awe of him yeah. uh, because of who he is. It was just it's kind of surreal because they're that passionate about what they're doing that you know the fans mean as much to them as they mean to the fans it's 
So it's, it is really, it's an awesome, awesome company. If anyone ever did get the opportunity to, you know, work with them or, or mm. any kind of visits that are ever on offer, I'd take grab it with both hands because it's an awesome place, absolutely awesome place. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't recommend it enough. Like, the guys at Rarebit are like, again, it's like that whole cliche thing about like, yeah, everyone's lovely, but legitimately everyone's so nice and they're so supportive and... um. I got to work EGX this year, um, which was obviously a really incredible experience. Um, and just going back to the studio and reporting on things people say, and you see people getting excited, you know, about oh, what did they think of this and what did they think of that, and you, you know, it's 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 really really cool. It sounds corny, but like it means so much to developers mm. when they hear how happy their product is making people and it's such a great environment to work in so i would i would love to return to rare um but yeah we'll see cool stuff uh captain cross asked um just to hear about what you're currently playing how long you've been gaming and your favorite all-time game uh well similar to the segment earlier i've been playing a lot of cuphead i play a lot of PUBG as well um so that's mainly what i'd usually be playing if my friends weren't being peasants and doing other things <laughs> um so uh sorry what was the rest of the question um how long have you been gaming oh okay so i'm 27 um i mean i've been playing games since i was like four probably um but i've always been um really really into video games um i tend to go through stints on games especially with competitive games i'll play like a game for years and then i'll get bored and i'll move on to a new game and i'll play that for years you know it was like went from halo because i used to play call of duty professionally so when halo call of duty and i played that for a long long time and then from card i moved to wow and i played wow from tbc to end of cataclysm and then from then i moved on to league of legends and I played that for like five five years, too long. Wow. Um, and then I moved to Overwatch, and now I'm on PUBG. So, yeah. a long time. So it sort of <coughs> follows the trend of this kind of the the bigger competitive games, I guess, as well, doesn't it? It's sort of when, but then again, I suppose that's the arc of just competitive games in general. There's always something around the corner that will come around, like something will dethrone PUBG eventually. In the yeah, same way that PUBG's dethroned dota as the most consecutive players yeah team, i mean so. one of the only games that's not holding true for currently is league league's concurrent yeah. user base is absolutely staggering um so we'll see but yeah you are right Aven- everything has to finish eventually so yeah, yeah. indeed uh, and then oh his last one was what is your favorite game of all time wow like wow <laughs> like just wow and everything about wow like yeah. i would love to go back and dedicate the time i used to dedicate to it but it's that trade-off between having an, a proper job now <laughs> yeah. and, or playing video games that much like i can't do i can't do both so yeah. Yeah. it's best just to stay away from it I, th- I think that is the thing that has kept me away from it and i i dipped my toe back in it in legion to to obviously level my hunter up and and start legion try out the demon hunters and stuff but i kind of got to the point where I'd done majority of stuff for my hunter and then kind of put it down and I've not gone back to it yet because I know that I'll just want to invest far too much time in it and yeah. I haven't got the time to invest in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one, I think it's one of those games you can't just sort of 
play 30 minutes and put it down you end up playing for hours yeah Yeah, i i would i would agree with that yeah uh thorn von blitz says monkey or parrot it's a bit of a piratey sea of thieves (laughs) i think uh parrots parrots are cool you can teach them how you can teach them how to speak monkeys what do they do? Just eat bananas. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Tarn <laughs> Snake added to that by saying monkey or parrot or snake. Uh, probably still parrot. When I was younger, I would say snake. I used to love snakes when I was a kid. I was really fascinated yeah. with them. But um, yeah, parrot, parrot all the way. That might answer Tartan Snake's other random question of uh, what's your favorite reptile and why? Uh, I'm going to say snake, and that's purely because I don't really know enough about any other reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'll keep it simple. I'll keep it simple and safe because I'll end up saying something like a badger is a reptile, and then everyone will be like, "Oh, the guy from Res, an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll mention Chubby Gator eight four seven because he did send in a question. However, because of the nature of the question, we're going to have to skip it, aren't we? I'm afraid this is that's the one about. Mm. Pets and stuff. Unfortunately, it's a Sea of Thieves question. Yeah, but it's not. That's not a. Um, it's one we can't sub- get your your. Yeah, we can't get an answer from you. So, best thing I can suggest for that should be get is listen to the um, the tavern podcasts that go out every month because that's where Michael talk about those kind of things with pets and anything like that and in game stuff the progression he talks a lot about the progression team doesn't he mike and works with them so yeah listen to mike's those great things. mike's mike's such a good guy to listen to as well he's yeah. like he can get you hyped about anything he's so inspiring it's really great yeah so i'd check that out chubby gator if you get a chance um orc but says of everyone on the insider forums who is your favorite <laughs> I kind of answered this already, t- kind of, because uh, I saw the post on the forums and <laughs> we've just got a new community manager um, called D. Mm-hmm. Um, and under threat of death, D is my favorite forum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it wasn't as nice as what she said on the forums then, where she was saying, oh, it's me, of course. <laughs> now, honestly, like jokes aside, D is fantastic in terms of um, like, because she's going to be taken over from Cameron. Um, yes. Obviously, you know Cameron. Yeah, uh, I know D as well, briefly from. Yeah, the yeah, you week, met him. So. And Cameron's amazing as well, but D will be doing uh, like forum stuff and this more Discord stuff. Um, but she's great. She's so enthusiastic and she's just like, she just brings, again, I always say this, but it just sounds cliche, but she just brings so much energy and positivity to like almost everything she does, even the things yeah. that are negative, she somehow makes positive. So she's, she's good. She's a really good force on the forums. Good stuff. Um, Knife Life says, uh, "What would your pirate cat for it? Yeah, I'll try that again. What would your pirate catchphrase be?" Oh, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I've never really considered myself a pirate. I'm quite a uh, quite above board fella. Do everything yeah, by the book. It's a, it's a weird. You don't really when you so think about being a pirate, you don't think about a catchphrase either, though, do you? You think yeah. maybe about your name or something, but not necessarily your catchphrase. Yeah. What about what about you guys? What would your pirate catchphrases be? Maybe I can leech off you. Um. Mm. I'll be mine would be. I've not experienced the game, so I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I would just say mine would be. See you in a bit, James. I'm off. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what mine would be. That's I'll, put me on the spot as well. I'll be taking you to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> I'll be taking you to the ticking. bottom of the sea. Ticking. Because uh, of your chest. Because of his heart. I'll have a Captain Tickbeard. Why not? 
Captain Tickbeard. Yeah, I've got Tickbeard. Yeah, Captain Beard. Beard. Makes it sound like you've got Tick. Oh, it's a little bit. You're a little bit like a hybrid between Captain Hook and the alligator because you tick like the alligator, yep. but you've also lost a small part of your body in the heart valve that's yeah. been replaced. Yeah. So you're kind of the hybrid. <laughs> the machine. <laughs> Captain yeah. Hook. Yeah, part uh, machine. Very tiny part machine. I, I'd like a really corny catchphrase. Like, I can't think of one suitable for a pirate, but, like, you know, like, the really old um, Batman and Robin movie with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is um, Doc, uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Stuff, just stuff like that, like, ice to, like, ice to see you. I like stuff like that. <laughs> I like corny catchphrases. So. Yeah. Cool. He also, like, like almost as though knew that you were going to say pirate to an earlier question, he says, <laughs> what's your pirate's name? Uh, Greg. Greg. <laughs> or Kevin. Kevin. Uh, no, yeah, Kevin. We'll go with Kevin. Parrots do Kevin's have to have a normal name. name, don't they? They can't have a fancy name. They've just got to be Jerry or Greg. Jerry. I'm <laughs> obsessed with that today, I, I want to get a parrot now and call it Jerry. Yeah, no. I don't know why. Do you, do you fancy someone called Jerry or something? <laughs> someone called Jerry let you down today. Only twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fox Dodge says, what's your favourite movie adaptation of a game? And this, this is always an awkward one because movie adaptations of games aren't always that well received. Yeah. So I'm interested to know what you say to this because I know what mine would be. We both um, know what yours would be. <laughs> I think I know what Steve's might be. It depends. On, we'll guess, see. Guess. Warcraft. Well, well, the Warcraft. Well, mine's I actu- Warcraft. I, love I it. actually despise that movie. Oh, I see. I, it, it goes one I way or the other. It. People either I hate was, it or love it, I think. I absolutely despised it when I saw it. Like I couldn't get over how bad it was, but anyway, oh, I love um, it's probably Silent Hill, the ah, original, yes. not the second one because the second one was awful. But yeah. I think the uh, Silent Hill was the best representation movies have done for a while. Uh, it got a lot of stuff right, it got a lot of stuff wrong, but it got a large proportion correct, and I think it really nailed the symbology that Silent Hill represents. Yeah, um, like. I won't go into detail because it's probably it's not podcast appropriate. But the scene where uh, Pyramid Head stabs his sword through a door and then it floods with um, like locusty things—that's fantastic uh, symbolism in the movie, and mm-hmm. it, it mirrors, in my opinion, how symbol symbolic the game is as well. So yeah, yeah. I never even thought about the Silent Hill for some reason. I, I always think no, of the game, but I, I, I kind of. Up. Don't forget the movie exists, but it doesn't kind of pop into my mind when people talk about video game movies. The ones that always come to mind are like the dreadful Final Fantasy thing that they did. Um, so Spirit of Fin. Yeah, the um, stuff like the Resident Evil conversions. They they were kind of okay, but they weren't really adaptations of the game as such. Where they they were their own thing. They were a little separate. So mm. yeah. Um, Dummy2008 says, why have we ended up with you on the podcast and not Cameron? That's a harsh one. <laughs> Although, technically, I think it's a throwback to when we had Steve McNeil from Go 8-Bit. He was asked, why have we got you and not Dara O'Brien? Which, <laughs> I think the answer to that one was obvious. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Good question. Good question. Because uh, Cam's a busy man. You know, he's got real things to do, not coming in and chatting with you lot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Technically, uh, I asked you before I even spoke to Cam. I, I have since spoken to Cam about the idea of it, but I did speak to you first. You were the first one I asked. Yeah, I think Cam would love to be on. But um, yeah. currently, I mean, like jokes aside, Cam's super busy. He's um, 
he's currently getting ready to go to Brazil to support um, the us over at that the Brazil game show. Ah, cool. Um, so he's getting prepared for that. So yeah, he's just 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 a bit of a busy boy. Cool. So yeah, just a, just a few extras from us that weren't covered so much by the the quite the community that sent them in. Um, I was interested in knowing what's your sort of favorite part of the Sea of Thieves Alphas that we've had, obviously released so far. That's talkable, um, or your favorite thing to do within the Alpha when you do manage to get your hands on it and play it. Uh, honestly, it's probably a bit of a generic answer, but I just love I love the ship owls. Like mm. they're so they can be so intense at times. Like. Um, and it, it, one thing that's really cool is not only are they fun as hell to do, they're really fun to watch. Um, like at EGX, I was crewing, uh, which basically just means, you know, feeding information to the people playing, yeah. kind of like the voice in the sky. And one of the team, like one of the sessions, like all three ships just happened to run to the same island for the same thing. <clears throat> it was like this massive ship battle. It's just really fun to watch. Yeah. So <clears throat> ship battles are, 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 I really, really enjoy them. They are, they are quite fun. We, we generally, when I play, tend to try and avoid combat just to maximize gold. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's still, it is still fun to get involved, and it is weird, like you say, how intense that they, that they can get when. You sort of you've got someone on the wheel, maybe calling for sail changes or mm. something to keep the ship in in a good position, and people calling out for cannonball ammo, and it get, it can get like frantic and intense. Um, in this yeah, and sign of a good team as well, though, isn't it? As well, like you know, the good team will probably win the battle more often yeah. than not. Yeah, well, well coordinated team will win, and like another another really fun thing. I remember the first time I shot myself out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> It's it sounds like it's so stupid because it is stupid, but it's so fun. Yeah, but it's great. It's really great. I still keep forgetting to do that. I'm because I'm I've been playing it since before that was a thing. Whenever we get to islands, I genuinely forget to shoot myself out of the cannon as I swim, and then I hear everybody else firing themselves over the top of me. I think, oh yeah, I could have saved <laughs> well, I love- myself a swim. <laughs> I loved seeing the reaction to some of the crews at EGX because some of them were like veteran community members who watch our videos religiously and yeah. I didn't really need to tell them much. And some of them were just at EGX, saw the game, looked great. They were like, yeah, we'll play. Uh, and so the, the, like seeing the, the reaction on people's face when they pull up to an island and they're like, right, let's let's go, let's swim. And I'm like, yeah, you could swim or <laughs> you could travel in style. Get in the cannon, boy. <laughs> um, speaking of sort of stuff like that, is there anything you've seen another player do in Sea of Thieves that you found unexpected or interesting and like had not thought of yourself, or anything you've even heard about, not even physically witnessed? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff I've seen that has been unexpected um, per se. Um, but I'm always I I read the forums a lot, and I think it was Reddit, not the forums actually, and there was this. Um, journal or log of, of a player who basically every session would just sneak onto an enemy ship and see how long he could stay on for <laughs> and then when and then when he was discovered he would just try and like bargain his way out and like like talk his way out of it and he he recorded his journeys on how that went and then cool. who killed him and then some crews would befriend him but only if he, he did all the work they didn't want to do and stuff like that so that was really cool and really interesting and completely like unexpected because me personally as a player if i see someone on my ship i'm just gonna stab them yeah straight up i ain't gonna talk to them <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's 
surprised that that really surprised me and that's 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 the cool thing about cfp is like like we're giving you you know the tools to create these ridiculous stories <laughs> it, it's it's weird as well bumping into other teams though and other crews because you kind of some will just engage in combat like you say and it's like nope this is you know this is our territory we're taking you down but then there's mm. others that will kind of try and engage in friendly conversation there's some really interesting ways people try and do it but still one of the weirdest moments that sticks in my head was when I jumped off a ship onto a, a an outpost and I was on the outpost and there was an enemy ship the other side of the outpost coming towards us and we kind of both called parlay and we both decided to be friendly and the guy recognised my gamer tag from the forums and went, oh, <laughs> you're the tattoo guy and I'm like, um, yeah, <laughs> yes I am and then just like kind of sat and talked to him and his crew for 10 minutes just about random stuff. So it's really, it's really weird kind of bumping into people from the community that have seen you even though you don't know that they've seen you kind of thing and it just shows that people you know are still reading the forums and interacting as as much as they are which is really cool yeah definitely yeah um this is uh probably one that i think i know the answer to but is there anything sort of juicy about the alpha that you can tell us sneaky preview <laughs> other than the thirty thousand invites that people will probably already know about by now Oh yeah, man, loads. So let me just tell you everything we're working on. Now. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, please. Um, no, I mean we. I don't. I don't know if you've seen our latest video um, with Joe um, yes. discussing the For New York Comic Con panel. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, you follow all our, all the correct channels. You know, mm -hmm. we we update the. That's the thing with us. We update you guys as soon as stuff is. You know, as soon as we have yes. the stuff to update that you with. That is very we're going true. To, um, in, in, in the new comic panel, Joe talks about uh, obviously what we'll be chatting about at the um, at the panel, um, which will be I believe on YouTube. I believe it'll be filmed and stuff. So if, if obviously cool. people aren't attending the panel, they can still actually watch it, which is really cool. <clears throat> yeah. And it, I you know all I can really say is definitely keep an eye on the panel. Definitely watch the panel because um, the guys we've got going are going to be talking about some really cool new things. Um, which will excite people. So that'll be really cool. Very but cool. with regards to what I can tell you guys, nada. Keep an eye on Damn. our social channels. You know, we'll update you as soon as as soon as we can. <laughs> I can't say I didn't try though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like to try. You kind of already answered this one, but I'll ask it just in case you want to give it any more answer on it. But I was going to ask, what's your favorite rare game, past or present? <sighs> Maybe if I said you had to pick just one. I, I've kind of got on it. I mean, I can give you two. Um, in terms of, um, like, uh, shooters, it was... Oh, you know, now I'm thinking about it out loud. It's, it's so hard to pick between GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Because GoldenEye was the introduction, but Perfect Dark was the one I played a lot of. Yeah. Um, honestly, if I was forced to pick, probably GoldenEye um, for my favorite shooter. Good choice. I'll take that. Um, but I absolutely love Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Um, Diddy Kong Racing is is I'm not a big racing fan. I don't really like racing games in general, to be honest. Um, but Diddy Kong Racing is one that speaks 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 to me. <laughs> I love that game. Absolutely adore it. So awesome. Um, and then the very last question is: Have you enjoyed being on the show? I have. It's been very good. I just good. hope I haven't said anything that's going to get me sacked. <laughs> I no, think I'm you've not. behaved very well. 
And as promised, <laughs> I, I didn't try and trick you into anything. So. Except for all the things you're going to tell us once we stop. When the pod- <laughs> yeah, once, once the recording stops, it's a different matter. No, um, no, man, it's been really fun. Like I, I've never, I've never done anything like this before, and because you know, just getting into the role I'm doing, it's really cool. To, I mean, I interact with uh, you especially more often than some, but it's it's cool to actually be able to sit down and have a, a chat rather than a type chat. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, if you or anyone else would like to, I don't know why I'm saying you. You already do, but if anyone else would like to follow us and keep in touch with us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at that underscore king underscore thing. You can find us on Facebook just by searching for that king and giving the page a like. And um, you can go to thatkingthing.com, which has all the episodes and links to our personal Twitters. Uh, but on that note, we will wrap up for this week. It's been a bit of a bumper episode from having Steve here, so we'll wrap things up and we'll say goodbye for this week. Goodbye for this week. Goodbye for this week. Bye, Steve, and thanks for coming. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>